At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Michael Lombardi is on assignment. That's what I was told by Wes Reynolds, who <laughs> joins me. I'm Patrick Maher in studio here at the VSIN Studios, live from the South Point. That was a technical way of putting it. He's on assignment. Yes. Is that, I know you're, you're in constant contact with Michael. What is he really doing today? Just playing hooky? Oh, man. I don't know. Maybe he's catching up on all those TV shows he binges that we talk about on our spots on White Friday. Lotus. Yes. Yes. He's, he's probably binging something or watching uh, some of the, uh, the Stanley Tucci, the, the food series yes. on CNN. I know binging. he's big in. Yes. To that. Yes. Well, he is, and we'll text him to see what he's up to. Maybe watching his son today, of course. Mick coaches with the Patriots. We open up week two as far as the preseason tonight. The, now, the Patriots and Eagles have been practicing, but we'll get going tonight and we'll set that number. I was taking a look earlier, Wes. I believe, and you can correct me, it looks like this is the tightest number and maybe the most accelerated total. So again, remember, we've gone under, what is it, 13-3 and three to the under yeah. so far in the preseason. But I'm taking a look. I mean, it's a, it's a point right now. Open New England a point and a half. Most books have it. In fact, I see a half popping up and 38. It's pretty accelerated as far as that total. Yeah, you're going to have to do your research individually on these games this week because you've got some teams that are going to use this as the quote-unquote dress rehearsal right. week because usually Usually we have four games, of course, in the preseason. Now we only have three. So you're going to either do it this week or you're going to do it next week. I know Bruce Arians with Tampa Bay said, look, we're going to do it week three because there's going to be that two-week pause between the last preseason yes. game and then, of course, the regular season. Usually that week four game in the preseason is like, okay, this is where we're not going to play the starters. This is where we're going to play everybody pretty much on the roster, at least give them some reps. A lot of these guys are going to be part of that cut down to 53. Mm-hmm. So, look, let's get him some experience. Maybe we find something here. Maybe we give him some tape to show some other teams. So, that's basically what you're seeing. And what you mentioned, Patrick, on the totals is a good observation by you. A lot of these totals have moved to the over so far this week. And I think that that's part and parcel because we're going to see these guys play a little bit more. I know last week you had a lot of teams that really rested guys. I think the Rams left out 38 guys expected they're going to leave out more. That's why you've seen that number move on the Las Vegas Raiders side. 
Minnesota, like they were down 33 guys. I went to the <laughs> Seahawks Raiders preseason game on Saturday night right here at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. I think Seattle held out like 31 guys and we were behind the Raiders bench. They had a lot of guys in just jerseys and no shoulder pads, so they held out about 25 guys. So that's why I think you're seeing so much movement to the over either some sharp betters or some guys behind the counter just getting out ahead of the move. And great point by you, Wes Reynolds, because again, week three, generally the week, the, the rehearsal. Now, the reason most have been thinking or assuming that week two uh, would be some a more point of emphasis is what we saw with Kansas City. And of course, uh, what came as far as Andy Reid came out and said he's going to play his starters a half. And we mm-hmm. saw that number immediately tomorrow night adjust. Kansas right. City open two and a half, seeing a bunch of threes pop up. As a matter of fact, mostly painted, West, But that was immediately when we saw that pop up as far as a report. Reid said, we're going to play pretty much everybody the first half. He started to crystallize as far as what this game was going to mean. And 41 on the total, which, which is the is, highest total. Yeah. 41 on the total is like 55 for a regular season game uh, when you compare it to the preseason. That's so. a 2000 Baltimore Raven regular season total. <laughs> Remember back in the day when they used to be like 38, 38 yes. and a half? Yes. Which would resemble the preseason yes. now. But yes, 41, that's nosebleeds for a total. Yeah, absolutely. So that's why you're seeing that. And then, of course, Arizona. We're, we think we're going to see some more of Kyler Murray in that mm-hmm. first string. DeAndre Hopkins and A.J. Green, Rondale Moore, the kid out of Purdue. So Arizona probably is going to have a very explosive offense. We'll see what they do defensively. A little bit of disarray, I think, on that side of the ball. But certainly, look, you either want to get the move early or you want to go against the move late. That's kind of the name of the game in preseason betting. You know, it's interesting as I take a look because I was walking in and I was checking Twitter because it's impossible to disconnect from media in any way. So I can't just walk into the casino and think about life. No, I have to ponder Twitter. So mm-hmm. I'm walking in and I saw, I saw Quitty Pay was trending and I'm like, uh-oh, I thought about you. Because yeah, what it, now? No, 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 no. He's back and he's dominating in practice, apparently, he and Buckner. And I'm taking a look uh, coming up on Saturday. Minnesota, so you saw Zimmer talking at halftime against Miami. Mm-hmm. Dude, that guy is so curmudgeonly. It's, but anyway, he was talking at halftime. Not Miami. Who am I thinking? The Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota Vikings. Well, who were they playing they on? They were playing Denver. Denver. Remember, Denver routed them on Saturday. And, uh, and both Locke and Bridgewater were great. But at yeah. halftime, Zimmer was pissed. Yeah. And he was going off. So you wonder if there will be a reaction. Last This past week of practice probably wasn't that much fun. But I'm taking a look right now in D, Minnesota. That number has jumped to two and a half with Minnesota Lane. And again, another total. 38-ish jumped Mm -hmm. up from 37 and on an opener. Yeah, and that's part of the reason, as you mentioned, Patrick, obviously Mike Zimmer. Mike Zimmer is usually one of these coaches that does kind of care about the preseason. He is kind of like the anti-Sean McVay where it's like, look, I just want a clean injury report on Monday. We know what we're going to be. We know what we're going to do. So that's why you've seen that line in the Raiders and Rams game move. But I think when you look at this Minnesota game, not only the uh, – a curmudgeonly Mike Zimmer, as you put it, but also the fact that the Indianapolis Colts are going to start a different quarterback. Last week, it was uh, it was the kid uh, Jacob Eason, and now it's going to be Sam Ellinger. So Sam Ellinger is going to get some shots with the number one uh, offense, really, with the Colts. And so you see a little bit of a reversal of fortune there. Also, the fact if you did watch Indianapolis on Sunday, and they did get the win over Carolina, last second field goal for Eddie Pinero, who's competing kind of with Rodrigo Blankenship, respect yeah. the specs, hashtag respect the specs for the kicking <laughs> job at Indianapolis, but probably not going to win that job. But nevertheless, Colts won on a last second field goal. But if you watch that Colts game, here's where they really got problems. We all know about Wentz being out and when he's going to be back. Maybe he's going to be back week one or week two or week three. A little bit more optimism around Indianapolis. Colts got a real problem at left tackle. Hmm. And Anthony Costanzo, who was talked out of retirement last year, played one more year with the Indianapolis Colts, elected to retire. They went and signed Eric Fisher from Kansas City, the former first-round pick, who Chris Ballard obviously has a long history with. Chris Ballard, of course, was in the front office in Kansas City for many years. So Eric Fisher, remember, he tore his Achilles late in the season, missed the Super Bowl, didn't get him back. So he's probably not going to be back week one. He's on the uh, pup list, physically unable to perform list. So right now they're platooning left tackles. And Jacob Eason got sacked three times in very limited reps. He played most of the first half in that preseason game on Sunday. But that's a cause for concern if you're getting sacked three times. And it wasn't necessarily all of Carolina's first string defense. It's interesting with Eason because you know this. I mean, Georgia – 
to Washington, but never has there been a raw project. Yeah. And never. I mean, he is, he has Stafford like arm. His arm strength is ridiculous, mm-hmm. but he, dude, that guy is raw. Yeah. Ellinger has a little bit more of those intangibles. You're looking. Yeah. For- he could move a little bit yeah. more in the pocket, maybe make some plays on the run. And that's another thing I do look at in preseason betting. When I'm looking at that quarterback rotation, we always focus on the number ones and how long they're going to play. I look at those twos and threes and fours, and I especially look at guys that maybe can be running quarterbacks that can make something out of a busted play when a coverage breaks down. Because, look, it's not only you're playing behind third-string offensive linemen and with third-team receivers, you're playing against third-team defenders as well. So guys are going to get out of their gaps. Guys are going to get outside their responsibilities, and there's going to be some openings in the field. You kind of saw what I think it was last Friday night, the uh, Dallas-Arizona game. It was Chris Strevler, who used to be a CFL quarterback for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. And Chris Strevler, they were running a lot of zone reads, which you don't always see in the NFL. You see that more in the Saturday game, the college game. But Chris Strevler is running a lot of zone reads, a lot of design runs, and picking up chunks of yardage to really kind of keep the ball because they were just trying to get in the field goal range. And I was remember watching the game. I was tweeting. I was like, look, watch the draw, guys, because it's coming. And sure enough, it did. And it got like 18 yards on the first game. So <laughs> you want these running quarterbacks because they can move the chains when everything breaks down in the play. And you nailed it. Wes Reynolds, of course, sitting in for Michael Lombardi today here on the Lombardi line. I'm Patrick Maher. Got plenty to do. Vinny Maliulo is going to be stopping by in just a few minutes. Talk week zero in college football. Josh Applebaum's going to stop by in just a little bit as well. Again, you mentioned the preseason, which really comes down to news over data when handicapping these mm-hmm. games, obviously. But hard Harbaugh has been tremendous. I mean, the 17-game win streak, and he's ATS. He's ridiculous, 34-15-1. Those are stats you should know at this point. Gruden's been great. You know, Gruden's 7-1 ATS as a Raider head coach in the preseason. He takes it serious. You mentioned Zimmer, Pete Carroll. Two that you generally would fade would be Belichick and Reed. However, and this is a good job by covers, uh, Belichick, as far as a trend to know tonight, Wes, he's been ridiculous as far as cashing the over in week two of the preseason since 2007, the Patriots are 11 and two to the over in week two of the preseason. Now, again, we have to adjust the relevance of week two in the preseason going from four to three games. But that's just that's something that stood out to me as we take a look at 38 and a half on the total tonight. Yeah, you got to think that they're going to want to do a little bit more. I think with the Patriots last week, and I know Michael pointed this out, obviously, knows that team uh, very well, having spent lots of years in that organization. But I think he's, he's lying. I don't think he knows it. No, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think there's a, fa- I don't think there's a think familiarity. He's, he's faking it, though. <laughs> yeah, that's he's what he's faking does. it, though. I'm, I'm on to you, Lombardi. <laughs> <laughs> but, but when you look at what happened last week, obviously, Newton, very limited reps when you look at it. But he was also going against Washington. Now, Washington was a team that did not sit many guys. Mm -mm. I think they only held out like six guys. So they pretty much played their first unit on both sides of the ball. And you've got Chase Young in there. Who's obviously very disruptive for the Washington football team. And that's Cam Newton having to go against him and not Mac Jones. So that forces Cam Newton. Okay. A lot of screens, a lot of dump offs, a lot of quick slants, a lot of three-step drop and the ball is out. So Mac Jones, I think did get more of an opportunity to kind of run the whole offense a little bit and see what new England can do. And certainly got a a lot more reps throughout the game. So that is something you have to take uh, into account. Also, the fact that I don't think the Eagles really have the pass rush that the Reds that there's. I almost said it. I stopped halfway through the watch. No, you were going to say team. Red Hogs or yes. Red Wolves. Yes, yes. The Red Wolves, the Red Storm, uh, St. John's there. So <laughs> the Washington football team. And I, I've been pretty good about that. Dude, I, I, that is, it's impressive that you threw the brakes on right in the middle of it because I constantly botch it. I, I, and I yeah, digress. The, the WFT, as I like to call it. Them, well, you uh, do. I mean, they have. Well, if you believe what we've seen, they have come down. They finalized the eight, uh, I guess, contestants for the final name. Mm-hmm. And Red is part of Red yes. Hogs, Red Wolves. Yes. They should just keep it WFT. Well, no. It's kind of like, you know, what MLS, what is it? Uh, you know, Minnesota United FC yeah, or yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that. Minnesota Charlotte United FC. Football Club. Yes. yes. Uh, LAFC. Yeah. Just keep it kind of be different a little bit. But nevertheless, back to this game. The over certainly does make a little bit of sense. I kind of lean a little bit to Philadelphia. I have not bet this as of yet, but I do kind of like them on a bounce back because, look, the first-time head coach angle also gets baked into the cake when you talk about data really over trends. The first-time head coach – 
usually those guys really want to win because they want to change the culture within the organization. Most first time head coaches and most new head coaches are there because the last guy didn't get the job done or fell yeah. out of favor with the ownership. So, you know, Nick Sirianni, you got to think, okay, he really wants to get this done and say, Hey, I'm the guy for the job here. I know I'm not the big sexy name or the big sexy hire, but I'm the head coach here and I'm going to do a good job here in Philadelphia. So, you know, you got to think that he's certainly going to be motivated and, and, and want to get this win. So I do lean a little bit with Philadelphia. I know Gil has talked a lot about that with Dr. Bob Stoll, that there's a trend and you don't want to follow it blindly, but it, when you have a trend with logic, that is something you want to pay attention to, not something totally random. And that does have logic. Okay. You lost the week one against the team that did already get a win. So the team that got a win might not care as much to get a win. They just want to get work in for certain players and they want to see different different personnel, different sets and whatnot. Sure. So that's why I would lean a little bit to Philadelphia in the spot. Yeah, and I think you'll see added snaps with Hertz this week, you know, kind of integrating that new offense with Syriana, which which isn't a huge diversion from what Hertz was running last year. But what's interesting when we talk about some of these preseason games and the joint practices, you know, the joint practices with New England and Philadelphia, the they focus positionally in these, the, the joint practices for the coaches are more important than these preseason Absolutely. games. So it's, it'll be fascinating. The agreement. And this is something that Michael let us know, you know, for example, McVay and Staley and Staley was defensive coordinator, obviously with the Rams last year, they just played on Friday. That was the worst preseason. That was the worst football game you're ever going to see. But as Michael said, McVay and Staley had a conversation before the game and mm-hmm. said, what do we want to accomplish here? I'm not going to be blitzing here. I'm not going to be blitzing situationally. What do we want to accomplish? And you know, Belichick and Sirianni are having, in the same conversation positionally during these joint practices is really where they get the work done. And this is more of a charade. And that's a good point that you make there, Patrick, because these joint practices, they're not necessarily a new phenomenon, but they've been doing them really the last several years. And that does change your handicap a little bit because you've got these guys, they know what they want to work on. They want to, they're, they're getting to see the pads popping. And I think one of the reasons they started doing this too, is because when you're hitting against like the same guys every single day, yeah, you can't wait for the game totally. because you want to hit a guy in a different type of jersey and pop some pads. But now you get that done at least a little bit in, in these uh, simulated practices slash scrimmages. And I think that this has been a good thing for the team and they know kind of what they can work on. They're not going to reveal the entire scheme of what they're going to run in the regular season. But you certainly want to see, especially if you're implementing and if you're a new coach like Sirianni, you've got a new offensive coordinator. you got a new defensive coordinator. So it's like you can't just kind of totally be coy here. You got to kind of show what you got and see what your personnel can do in these new systems. Worth a flyer on Mac Jones. This was yesterday. Mac Jones to start week one. Yes is two and a half. Yes is two and a half to one. Wes Reynolds. And, you know, I think it's a little bit closer than I thought it was going to be a week ago today, but I still think Cam's going to get the start in week one. I still think they want to give him a chance. They did help him out finally at receiver, and they actually have Aguilar and Bourne. You didn't know who these receivers were with right. New England last year, so it's like Cam wasn't very good, but he never really had a chance. So I do think Bill Belichick is at least going to give him the shot early on. Are my eyes deceiving me? When we come back, can we discuss a game that's first pitch is less than an hour away? Why is Quintana getting bet in Detroit? Detroit. Let's discuss that coming back here. Lombardi line, Wes Reynolds, Patrick Maher, v the Sports Betting Network. Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. season betmgm of course it's the premier sports betting app here in nevada go to betmgm.com download the betmgm app the king of sports books stop by the strip like Vinny maliulo and bring your state issued id this is probably shady but if you bring one you can start betting within minutes at betmgm it's awesome state-of-the-art technology their user interface for their app is really tremendous get it over get it over at betmgm.com again 1-800-522 4700 Vinny if you have a gambling problem. I mentioned Vinny Maliulo because he's going to come from behind the book and join us right here. It's going to be cramped up here, so I'm asking for distance as we welcome you back here on the Lombardi line. Michael Lombardi, as Wes Reynolds says, is on assignment. He'll be back tomorrow. Wes Reynolds, the nocturnal one, in his stead. And I say that because, and I mean this, now if you were with me 20 plus years ago, deep, this is before social media, deep into the internet and sports betting. You saw Bruce Marshall. You saw names like Matty Eumas, who was writing back then. I mean, this is 2000, as Wes knows. He's close to my age. Um, But once Twitter became prolific and betting became very omnipresent on Twitter, there was a gentleman that popped out to me immediately because he was super sharp, but also he was constantly posting halftime wagers on college hoops. And that was Indiana's finest, Wes Reynolds, as you know. (laughs) But then as I hit, I clicked follow. And as I started following along, I'm like, he's not just posting halftime winners. He's not just sharp when it comes to college hoops. He's all over college football. He's all over wrestling. He's all over the NFL. He's all over TV shows. He's very, he's a raconteur is what he is. He's I very, prefer the term bon vivant, Patrick. Wait, whatever you want, dude. I'm just thrilled to be in your presence as I do. All kidding aside, I call you, I say the nocturnal one, and as you call yourself, bon vivant, because I can't pronounce it. Very French of you. I, I have to ask you, do you, Wes Reynolds, do you sleep? I do sleep. Not, be, be fair. Do you sleep eight hours a night? I don't get eight hours a night, but I try to get at least six, man. I can't, I can't go like humans, man. Like he can go days without sleep. Well, I, at least I, he I eats well. He does eat well. He eats very well, by the way. You can get those fast food power rankings. That has <laughs> Which been are a, tremendous. A hot topic of hey, conversation uh, around it's here. It's just how fast it, it's just the depth with which he goes into 50 fast. Where can he find it? You can find it all over VEASAN Live on Twitter. You can find just point spread weekly. We, we got it all over the place. Matt Humans does a great job. But but I, I say this because, and this is with reverence, you know, and I think we need to do a better job here on the network of letting people understand somebody like Wes Reynolds, how important he is when it comes to this type of, like, he is so sharp, and the reason he's sitting here is because he is sharp, but he's just beyond as far as work ethic. I ask you, do you have, and I have, I've asked you this before, a new audience, do you have a favorite sport to cap? The first sport I fell in love with as a fan before I started betting it was college basketball, simply because when I was a young boy, the Indiana Hoosiers men's basketball team was like the biggest thing in the state of Indiana. That and the Indy 500. The Colts had just arrived. <laughs> yes. And the Shout Col- to Rick Mears. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so those were the two main beats, really, in Indiana. Those were the two main topics because the Indianapolis Colts had just moved in, and it's like, okay, we got the shiny new toy and the shiny new Hoosier Dome, yep. and then all of a sudden they saw the product on the field. It's like, these guys are 
they're terrible because they were for the first few years, and then they got Eric Dickerson, and they ran to the playoffs there in 87. But IU basketball, because, like, that was the biggest thing to me. I was a huge Coach Knight fan. That was the team I loved. They were a team, obviously. I thought at that point they were the best program in all of college basketball. So, you know, when I was so young, when they would lose, because it was so rare that IU would lose, I would cry. You know, I'm a little 9, 10-year-old boy, and I was like, oh, I can't believe they lost to Michigan. But it, it would devastate me. So I started capping college basketball because I started to consume everything. I'd get the Street and Smith's guide and the Sporting yes, News course. guide and all those old school publications. And I had to know everything. I knew all where these guys went to high school, which guys were all Americans and all that stuff. Well, you are it's tremendous. I, I've made a lot of money just simply just blind betting your Twitter plays back in the day. So thrilled to have you and thrilled to work with you today. We mentioned this. I just got a minute. Are, are betters under the impression that Sandoval is pitching today for the Angels and it's not Quintana, who I don't think's pitched since May. Mm-hmm. Quintana's getting bet in Detroit. I understand it's Manning, but 126 opener. Excuse me. It looks like Detroit's getting bet. So yeah. that, thank you. Goodness. Uh, that's reversed. I, I, I was so it's 126 as Sandoval probably was the opener down to 109. 110 ish. Uh, Quintana, actually, the OPS wise, Tigers have been tremendous. Top 10 most of the year, not top 12 against lefties. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you look at Manning at home, hadn't been that bad. 315 on the ERA. Quintana's road ERA, 866. He's been in and out of the starting rotation, pitched some bullpen relief. Now he's only given up two earned runs over his last six outings, seven innings, predominantly out of the bullpen. But 590 slugging percentage on the road. I can see why Detroit is getting bet here. Sandoval about to go on the IL as well. Detroit getting bet down. So 110-ish there. Angels favored. We come back. Vinny Maliulo from behind the book here. Lombardi Lines. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Sorry. My partner here, Wes Reynolds, and more college football betting guide. They do such a great job with this betting guide. I'd put this one in my couple of years here up against any of the guides we've done. Better than you're going to find. Conference champions, Heisman hopefuls, playoff teams. Tricky year with the extra year. So get over there. VSIN.com slash subscribe. And remember, this is pretty much 19 bucks, 20 bucks. But we're going to be dropping within a few days the NFL betting guide. If you go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe, you're going to be able to get a discount on both of them. It would actually be counterproductive not to have the guides with you as we welcome you back. Michael Lombardi, he's on assignment. I'm Patrick Maher, just grinding. Someone's got to work around here. (laughs) Where was Lombardi in July is the question that I have. Uh, But I digress. He's uh, recharging his batteries. He's recharging. That's right. Wes Reynolds is the voice you hear. And uh, with... Joy, we welcome in our next guest. He came from behind the book where he's grinding. Of course, he is Vinny Maliulo. And with that, we say, it's cracking, Vin. What do you say, boys? You um, tell us. I did find out where Michael Lombardi is. He's in a French class, because uh, obviously, based on the previous segment, uh, in order to continue Would with the like show. Would you like to say what Wes Reynolds calls don't himself? Ask, no. Don't ask me to conjugate like no. verbs or anything. I think it was bon vivant. It was. Bon That's right. That's it the was. Italian version. Vinny, can you help me with the, he just said conjugate. These are words and these are yeah. terms that I'm not familiar with. I know you, as a sharp man, probably are. All I know is this. I come in here and there's a Mensa Society meeting taking place. <laughs> Well, you and we talk football. I'm just trying to keep up with you, man. This, you, this Reynolds guy, he's uh, a bon, a bon voyage, is what is what. Bon voyage, Patrick Maher. I, yeah, I'm about to say bon voyage and check out. Vinny, it, it, we were just, uh, Wes and I were just talking, the calm before the storm yeah. is kind of where we are right now mm-hmm. as, of course, we kick off week two of the preseason tonight with the Patriots and Eagles. And then you're going to have, after week three, you're going to have a two-week respite, but we're going to have football to kind of college football to fill that void. Uh, but this is behind the book. Let us know, what's, it, what's yeah. the vibe like as football season approaches? And this will break handle. This is going to break handle records all across the country. No, there's no doubt about it. the appetite, uh, the anticipation for football. We we thought was going to be high uh, this year. We had a very busy summer. Now again, it was a very unique summer. Uh, obviously because of an extended NBA season, NHL season, the Olympics. Yes. So great response by uh, by the uh, the betting uh, betting public. The 
I felt that based on that and the way folks started to bet the propositions, they were betting college football propositions very heavily. And then in the last few weeks, uh, right after the NBA Finals, all the N- uh, NFL uh, action started to pick up. Futures, regular season wins, uh, yes or no to make the playoffs, all of the above. So we looked, we came into week one, and we had anticipated. I was talking to Chris Andrews, our director, and I mentioned this uh, on air a few times, that we felt that, there, that the three weeks of preseason would at least equal or maybe even exceed the normal four weeks of preseason. Of course, not. You know, we have to exclude last year. But if you go back to 19, and week one as an indicator did not disappoint, and I think we're on pace to have as much preseason handle in three weeks as we had a few years back uh, with the four weeks. So that said, uh, you know, what, a couple of takeaways. Uh, you know, during the season. When you look at totals in particular, and last week unders were fourteen and three, if you include the uh, the Hall of Fame game. Yes, that's right. Um, you, what, what was really uh, in, uh, interesting from our perspective during the season, uh, the general public loves to bet overs. They love to root for points. There are, a lot of folks are involved in fantasy uh, uh, leagues and things like that, and also in their handicapping. They don't, you know, folks. I, I've always said this. You know, when you go to games and you hear that chant of defense, 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 they don't mean it. <laughs> they're lying to you, <laughs> they're, they're folks. Fr- you love points, and and that's and that's a good, that's fine. Uh, you know, but and pros will typically wait for t- uh, uh, p- totals to get higher. And they'll bet the unders. But what was interesting in week one, uh, both the public and the pros were united in their approach to totals. And, and they did quite well on totals. Um, and they did well overall in week one. I think the, the one game that really uh, you know, got us uh, to e- either even or a small winner was the eight-point move. In the case of the South Point, it was even more in some places, uh, of the, uh, the Jacksonville Browns game. Uh, last week. So when you take all those things into consideration, uh, there's no question that, uh, the, that folks, the appetite was there, and I think it's going to remain that way for the uh, uh, weeks two and three. And you bring up something there, Vinny, with uh, you said not only the wise guys and the sharp guys, but the public on the unders in mm-hmm. week one. How much... I think like the public, when people say, oh, automatically fade the public, the public is a lot sharper oh, than they used close. to be. Yeah. And they have access to that information. And look, they can see, okay, this team, you know, they know to get on the web or on Twitter and read the local papers and say, okay, they're not going to go at their starters more than like four plays tonight, or they're mm-hmm. going to sit them tonight. So like what you're seeing, and Patrick and I were talking about it in the first segment, a lot of these overs this week are getting bad because it mm-hmm. seems like a lot of these teams are using them as dress rehearsal weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, uh, it's a good question. Well, it's a good observation, too. And I, I asked Michael Lombardi a couple of weeks ago if he, you know, which week would be dress rehearsal week. He still thinks, and I remember him saying, he still thinks that week three will be because of that extra time. Got two weeks, yeah. You know, so... Uh, which I can see, but uh, to your point, the, the the general public is much more educated, and you have to respect it. There's a lot of new operators out there. Listen, respect people. When people are putting up their money at the counter or on their apps, just respect their opinion, whether they're professional or not. Now, there's certain opinions you're going to pay more attention to uh, simply because they do it professionally. But I've always been of the mindset, listen, you, you know, when people are, are betting, Take take you know take note of it and, and respect it. Now, the other part of it is frankly look look at this platform. The Vsin platform has helped make people more. I was going to say you well. can blame mm-hmm. you can. I mean, it's interesting you can blame Vsin for and the a lot of folks are saying why would you guys educate? Listen, there's still people are still putting up eleven to ten. Number one, number two, we still have uh, a very extensive betting menu and not just football, but all sports. So I have no problem educate because what it does is create more volume, more interest. But be respectful of the fact that people have a more educated opinion. A more educated opinion translates to more handle. And even giving out and being and informing and educating yeah. the public, which I think is part of our mission here at sure. Decent in terms of our listeners and our viewers. But look, they're not shutting these joints behind us down anytime soon, okay? These are the lights are gonna be on the next day. Yeah. So you probably notice there's a lot of blinking lights outside the studio, uh, fellas, <laughs> and there's a lot of felt out there and as well. It's just when you asked the question, which I thought was was a great observation. You saw Vinny. He gets so defensive and he gets cocky and he gets combative when you talk about taking money from the book. And that's immediately what happened. So we're just five minutes in and it's gotten awkward. So thanks for nothing, Vinny. <laughs> I mean, what Wes was, tra- was trying to say is if you look at 
the the percentages as far as year to year. So many more betters attacking the under, and yeah. that edification comes directly from here. And there's no reason to get frustrated with us, Benny. So thank you for that. How did he get in here? Just literally the door behind you. <laughs> when we come back, the Scott Frost situation has it affected the number in Champagne in Week Zero. We'll get to that next year. Lombardi Line, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Attitude. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. Summer's heating up, so is sports betting at BetMGM. Sign up now, use the bonus code VSIN1000, and your first risk. Is wager free up to a thousand bucks. Place your first bet on all the exciting showdowns in Major League Baseball. How about MLS in the read getting some love? Major League Soccer from around the globe. Uh, of course, bet MGM. You also get instant access to a variety of parlay selections, features, live betting options, player props, daily boosted odd specials. From breathtaking goals to colossal home runs, Vinny, the king of sportsbooks, takes every play to a new level of excitement. It's VEASAN 1000. Here's all you need to know. You're going to get 1000 bucks free. Just go to VEASAN. Use the bonus code VEASAN1000 at BetMGM. If you have a gambling problem, 1-800-GAMBLER. As we welcome you back here on the Lombardi line, it's VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Hope you're having a great... What is it, boys? Thursday? Michael Thursday. Lombardi, uh, he had other plans today. He'll be back tomorrow. I'm Patrick Maher. He is Wes Reynolds. And Vinny Maliulo, of course, in from behind the book here at the South Point. So, first off, do you want to let us know your quibble with the idea of week zero as we get into? Uh, who, week zero. It's week one. It's, it's week, uh, week zero, Vinny. Right? It's, it's the beginning right of the college season. All right? It's where did this come from? Week zero. Yeah, it is kind of weird because, and look, you were talking about handle because I was going to ask that in the last segment. You've only got four games on Saturday, August 28th at the end of the month, and it's not like the sexiest slate, 
But this is going to do like a crap load of volume, uh, oh, pretty much well, all across. Especially to yeah, Nebraska, Illinois. That's your earliest kickoff. What, yes. 10 o'clock our time? Yes, and it goes all day. And uh, now, UTEP and New Mexico stayed as a standalone game, though. I didn't think that we would see that battle necessarily, <laughs> but it is. Hawaii UCLA ain't bad later. But I guarantee that UTEP, New Mexico State is going to be like kind of the Hawaii game like it is normal weeks. That's going to be the bailout game. I, I will tell <laughs> yes. you that the. That, uh, UTEP New Mexico State game is going to handle ten at least ten times more than it normally would. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if let's say it was uh, the first, if it was September fourth that day, yeah, okay, and it it's normal part of the rotation. But be, the fact that it's going to be that uh, the the prime time game that day is is going to really uh, show how much handle it's going it, to that, that's going to dictate it's it. going to be like right after covid had hit when all we had was kbo the green yeah. baseball league and like we were into yeah. it brother yeah. we were starving for anything folks are going to know more about utep and new mexico state than they've ever known the, oh there's so, going to be a lot so of research for sure. done but and you know you started mentioned the nebraska illinois yes, game, which uh, which gets things started that day at 10 a.m pacific um, a lot of love for Illinois, but even before the whole uh, uh, Scott Frost uh, situation this week and everything, we opened the we opened it uh, back in May at eight and a half, and they took eight and a half, took eight, took seven. Uh, we're at six and a half now, so continues to uh, uh, come down, and uh, money showing. Uh, uh, pretty consistently for Illinois uh, right uh, right from the beginning. And quickly, an NCAA investigation involving the football program, and of course, uh, Scott Frost is being investigated for improper use of analytics and consultants during practices and games. Some think this may be at Lincoln. This may be an inside job. <laughs> trying to, maybe, uh, trying to maybe Trev Alberts called for the hit to try to uh, get uh, Scott Frost uh, a ticket out of Lincoln. Now, they showed a, a unified front when they did the presser together. He and Trev Alberts, of course, Scott Frost, a legend there at Nebraska. We haven't seen a coaching hire work as far as expectations and Britton went to Nebraska, our producer today, as far as expectations coming off of what a 13, what was he 13 and all at central the year yeah. before yeah. and just the, just the absolute excitement at Lincoln where the only thing that matters is college football in that region in general. And just, it's been a disaster, Wes. Yeah, it absolutely gets has. good teams. He hasn't won 12 and 20 in the first three years. And I remember, uh, you know, I know this from being an Indiana grad and partisan. And I remember he was saying, well, you know, we're playing a tough schedule. We don't play Indiana every week. And obviously that opens the door for Indiana to say, who the hell are these guys? Yeah. And they went into mm-hmm. Lincoln and smacked these guys around. I'm like, Indiana, it used to be if you got a seven nothing lead in the 1980s, you took a picture of the scoreboard because you were about to give up about 52 straight. But now everything is different here and Scott Frost obviously a lot of expectations uh, the rivalry with Iowa Iowa's won six straight in that game now against the Nebraska Cornhuskers I don't think Scott Frost has forgotten how to coach but it's just diff- getting different personnel to come to Nebraska used to be able when you ran that that triple option Tom Osborne recruited to his system and look guys want to go where they could win and that's why they went to Nebraska now it's a much more competitive recruiting landscape he's 0-8 against top 25 teams he's 3-14 and 14 against teams with a record above 500. Now, Adrian Martinez does return. It feels like two years ago, there was some liability around here on, on Martinez to win the Heisman. That ain't going to happen again. I but mean, he how does long has ret- he been there? He's been there since, like, Tommy Frazier. Gonna say. Here, uh, <laughs> for, uh, no, there was a lot was of love. It? Turner Gill. Yeah, for uh, for him uh, and uh, support for Nebraska to go over. There was there were future folks taking a shot on uh, the national championship. Obviously, things are very different these days in Lincoln and again you see the uh, uh, the folks in this first game of the season uh, on the uh, the regular rotation on Saturday the 28th where uh, they're taking a stand against Nebraska. So can I ask you boys, and again, there was Illinois with the huge upset last year in Lincoln, 41-23. That was early, right, Wes? Maybe two, three games in. Yes. If, if I, if it I, wasn't week zero. It wasn't. Well, you're going to be stuck on that one. <laughs> May I just point to, I don't know if you've come up with the total. Open 55 at most shops. I was going to say seen. about 56 or 57. I, I love I love this under here. I, first off, Nebraska is just going to run the football, and this is going to be gross. The game itself is going to be mistake-laden. There's going to be so much energy. Bielema is going to want to run the football. I, I'm 
looking squarely here at the Underwest because, again, there's going to be energy off the charts. I, I think it's going to be mistake-riddled, just a lot of juice in the game. Yeah, and I could certainly see your point there because, look, you've got new coordinators. Now, Scott Frost, it's the same offense, but Matt Lubick, the uh, son of longtime Colorado State coach Sonny Lubick, is going to take over the play calling. Obviously, Brett Belima with two new coordinators there. Tony Peterson comes in, I believe, from Appalachian State to take over because Lovey Smith, of course, was the previous head coach there so it's Tony Peterson on offense new scheme on defense Ryan Walters so you got new coordinators basically across the uh, across the board here so you could certainly see maybe a slow start here maybe a little half and half first half under and full game under the, and, and again the strength of this Illinois team I think they return four starters up front offensively so they're going to want to run and that's what Bielema does he wants to run the football mm-hmm. um, it's Interesting here. Where are you sitting as far as the total here at the South Point? We uh, we're going to put total. We're going to be about 56, 57. Yeah, right let's there. split the I difference right now. Right as I'm yeah. looking now, again, you're six and a half. Correct me, Wes, but I am still seeing some sevens for those Illinois backers out there. I'm, it's, it's kind of a smattering of six and a half sevens. Yeah, it doesn't seem like, and that's pretty much what it's been for the last two weeks throughout the summer, is around seven, maybe some six and a halves, depending mm-hmm. on your store. You really haven't seen a lot of reaction to this Scott Frost thing because it seems like it's a little similar to the Arizona State thing where now they had more recruiting stuff, but they were doing some workouts that were Oh, with the potential suspensions, well. you mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and look, the NCAA, they are not going to work at your pace. They're going to work at their pace. So, you know, like whenever we're waiting on these kids, like to get ruled on if their waiver is going to get improved, yeah, if, right, they, right. if they're transferring, it like takes forever, and they don't prioritize it by star. So they could be focusing on some Division three person at Williams College. They're not going immediately to like the star player at a program to rule him or her sure. eligible. So it's going to depend. I don't know what the repercussions are going to be. It might be internal. If anything, for Scott Frost, if he gets a suspension, I don't think this late in the game, it's going to come down from the NCAA. This is going to be a very long process. Three and a half as far as Illinois is what I'm seeing for the win total. And then Nebraska, that feels heavy. Six and a half. <laughs> no, no disrespect, Britain, but six and a half feels a little heavy. Uh, Brandon Peters under center for Illinois. The Michigan transfer this year should be starting. Thoughts on the three and a half and the six and a half, respectively, on those season win totals? Well, for our win totals, what we did was conference win totals this year. And I thought Chris Andrews uh, made a good call here at South Point. The reason for uh, conference win totals simply is uh, the COVID situation, which is still obviously with us and not going to go away anytime soon. And what I mean by that is if a game is going to get canceled, right, for win totals, every game must be played. I think there's more of a likelihood that if a conference game gets postponed, that that will get rescheduled somewhere uh, rather than a non-conference game, and so when when you look at what, uh, in fact, I'll get uh, I'll get our uh, uh, look at our uh, win totals there by conference, and when you look at Nebraska, and let's see here, take your time, Ben, and. Uh... What yeah, you were saying, Illinois with three and a half. Uh, keep in mind in what Vinny's about to say about this non-conference, if they're going to be rescheduled or not. Yeah. Illinois actually has a favorable non-conference they schedule. They do, when absolutely. You look at Charlotte, UTSA, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Now, Virginia's kind of a coin flip game. They've been the better program. But if you win all three of those, then you got to win one game Great in the point. conference. So I do lean over. I, yeah, I, we I, used uh, Illinois two and a half under favorite and uh, Nebraska four and a half. And again, uh conference games only for the reasons I outlined. And by the way, the Nebraska game's winnable. You get that off the jump, you go over three and a half. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely, because looking at the conference schedule and what they did, obviously Vinny and Chris Andrews and these guys are looking at the fact, well, they got to go to Penn State. Mm -hmm. Well, they got to go to Minnesota. Well, they got to go to Iowa. They're going to be somewhat sizable underdogs in all three. You get Wisconsin off that revenge game. Remember Wisconsin? Remember when they were like 30-point underdogs (laughs) and they upset Wisconsin a couple years ago? So want to pay them back, which they kind of did last year up in Madison. Then they got to go to Purdue. So, you know, doing the conference win totals, I think, is a really interesting angle it certainly changes the handicap. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, again, uh, because there, there is a more of a likelihood that those games, uh, if they are canceled, they'll be rescheduled. By the way, Lovey was uninspiring 
Bielema feels a little more inspired, but not much. I don't know. The people in Arkansas don't seem to think that way. <laughs> right. It's kind of like this guy's star has really fallen. Remember when he was in Madison yeah. and getting those guys to Rose Bowls? And he took over Barry for Barry Alvarez, who was beloved mm-hmm. up there. Did a hell of a job. Is still the athletic director. So now uh, Lovey Smith uh, now goes from a tougher situation to another tough situation. He is now the associate head coach of the Houston Texans. Especially with what Pittman's done with his success early on with Arkansas. It's just Bielema yeah. can never really get it going. Are you going to need anybody tonight, Eagles, Patriots? Uh, right now, uh, yeah, we need uh, we need the Patriots. We opened at two. We're down to one. So uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll probably, right, right now, uh, we need the Patriots. But, that, you know, we've got plenty of time. Lisa and Vinny on Twitter. All kidding aside, you know you're the best. I love being with you guys. Great job. Wes, I will pray for you for the next hour. Uh, you're gonna be it's going to be a great him. hour. We'll, we'll be okay. So, uh, Thank you, Vinny. Lombardi Line. Good to be with you guys. Lisa the Sports Betting Network. Three six five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet three six five. Twenty one plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call one eight hundred Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.